I V M. Being a mother changes your life, and you know what it changes even more? Your body. Gone are the days of the skinny jeans and the pencil skirts and the tight crop tops. You have to suddenly find dresses and clothes that fit you, and more importantly, you have to make your peace with this new walrus slash hippopotamus body that motherhood leaves you with. Hi, I'm Veda, and on this episode of Who's Your Mommy, I'll be discussing the topic of mom bods with my friend Susha. See you on the other side. Hey guys, welcome to Who's Your Mommy. This is Veda, and today on the show we have Susha. Susha, say hi. Hi, Veda. <laughs> Today's topic is mom bods and how we deal with them. I just want to take a moment first and talk about what the word mom bod sounds like. Okay, like you know, you have dad bod, which sounds cool, and then you have mom bod, which sounds like some kind of complex Latino dance, which I guess <laughs> it is in a way. But um, so yeah, I mean. What do you think of the label mom bod? Well, I think um, the label exists to not just uh, you know demean a person uh, who's had a baby, but at the same time also give them some sort of motivation. There are two sides to this, and I'll explain why. One is uh, when somebody says you have a mom bod, it gives you this complex. Is like you know, okay, fine, I've finally progressed from being a you know from your mid twenties to thirties, like yeah. how I go from being a you know a yuppie puppy to somebody who's finally considered chubby. mature <laughs> chubby <laughs> i was going to say mature but chubby okay so then you know you're wondering like okay how did that happen and you, you know you look at those throwback thursday photographs and you're like oh, was that me and what am i now yeah. but at the same time if you want to get rid of that mom bod you you know trying to push yourself towards fitness and how much you know do whatever you can to ru- lose weight but it's something that has divided a lot of people including yeah. myself mm. and i think uh, there's a lot of discussion <laughs> done about that brilliant let's get on to it then so i mean i feel that mom bod as a term itself is not i mean it's, it's it doesn't quite cover the agony and ecstasy of what your body turns into right after you become a mom absolutely and um, like you said like if someone says you've got a mom bod i don't know whether to be flattered or to be insulted honestly absolutely. as opposed to say a dad bod like you you uh, did you read the stuff that happened on the internet where all these women were saying that no we want men with dad bods because you know they are like soft and cuddly <laughs> and it makes us feel protected as if we're being hugged by a big teddy bear and i wanted to reach into the internet and punch them on the face because i'm like why why i mean how is it that you know even over here like a fat guy will get away with say with saying like hey i got a dad bod and like i got to get the babes and like a, a fat woman would be like oh i've got a mom bod i've got to get to the gym it's it's so unfair man absolutely i agree with you completely on that but um what i would like to also talk about is how you know the, the term mom bod uh, when you when somebody just comes and tells you you know immediately you're like Okay, now I don't know how to react. Like you yeah. said, you know, uh, should I start working towards looking like how I used to, or should I just embrace it? You know, because Ooh. there's so many times that you've tried everything. Yeah. You know, it's not like you've not tried to lose weight after, you know, having delivered a baby. But then there are things that are out of your hand at times. You know, you, yeah. you do may not get the time. You may not be, you know, inclined towards physical fitness. You may not want to go work out. So what do you do? Do you embrace it? I think. Five years after I've had my kid, I, I'm completely comfortable with my body right now. But okay. this is 
you know nagging thought at the back of my mind saying okay maybe i need to lose a little bit around the waist yeah. but It's so yeah, it's four years after my daughter was born, and I've still not reached this level of nirvana. Like really, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm just sort of like you know, like tummy. But <laughs> well, look at the bright side. I mean, there are two things you can do. You can go and get yourself a completely new wardrobe, completely <laughs> new haircut, and give yourself a total transformation. I mean, I think that's what helped me cope better with mom bod. No, so I'll tell you what the thing is now. I have a problem with that because um, if you, I mean, see, you knew me in college, right? Like we know each other from college, and I used to be skinny. So I used to wear all like the skinny jeans and like the tight t-shirts and you know the work. So I had these brilliant, awesome, gorgeous clothes, and then I had to do a danot serv, <laughs> just like give them all away. And so my uh, one of my sisters-in-law was like, you know, no, no, you hang on to them. I'm sure one day you'll fit into them again. And I'm like, lady, who you kidding? Like, you know, ये सब करके Nothing is happening. Yeah. I have no hope of fitting into this shit again. So But I gave them all. Like away. I mentioned, I mean, it gives you a chance to buy a completely <laughs> new wardrobe. But Susha, what kind of clothes? Yeah, like I mean, like really, I mean. So uh, during maternity, right? I realized that fashion designers have decided that okay, you are going to be a mother. You will wear a tent from today. <laughs> like there is nothing else. Like you will wear a tent. You will wear a gunny sack. That's the reason That's why it. I didn't buy a single maternity dress during my pregnancy. I borrowed borrowed my mom-in-law's clothes <laughs> so that I could just give it back and I didn't have to invest in anything like that. No, no. So I used to buy clothes from the streets, like sasta <laughs> sundar and not and, so tikau, and that fine. <laughs> because fine. in two years, like kind of you give it away. But uh, no, but like seriously, like when you go shopping, don't you get this feeling that there aren't nice enough clothes for say sizes six and eight above? Um, yes, I agree. And uh, what I can give an example. Uh, so after about six months, when I, mean, I was ready to get back to work after my maternity leave. I decided I'm going to go and shop online. So I bought myself a couple of nice dresses. Oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> and then I got myself one of those. Tank top kind of tops, mm-hmm. and then I tried it on, and I realized, nope, oh, not working. <laughs> I called them for an exchange, and and they immediately were like, "Why are you exchanging it? What's wrong with it?" I said, like, "No, it's beautiful. I mean, <laughs> but just doesn't suit me." No, but why are you exchanging it? It doesn't suit me. No, but are you sure you can give it another try? I'm like, no, it doesn't suit me. So I mean, I don't want to tell them I have a mom bod now, but yeah. there are some things that you have to make peace with. and i think the mom bod is one of them no so the thing is i don't know man i haven't still kind of like like i said you know i haven't come to terms with the fact that my body has changed so much because every time i look into the mirror it's it's sort of like this this 3d effect where i see the way i look right now and somewhere hidden inside it i see like the skinny excess and s wearing whatever girl from the 20s and which brings me to my next point which is never before in my life have i felt insulted by clothing labels but now i look at clothing labels and i think they're getting personal because i'm like tu laaj kisko bol raha hai what is this yeah i mean it does surprise you at times like i've gone from an xs to an m so um, we want it you're going to bitch about an m to me susha <laughs> no. like you you want to think this through <laughs> no but look at i mean there's a height difference also way that to consider okay, over yeah. here okay 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 but still enough. m is like a big deal for me yeah. two sizes right yeah, yes. exactly exactly I mean, my point xs yeah. to m is like a big deal yeah 
I like it when they kind of just call it numbers. Like you are a size thirty-two or a thirty-four or I a thirty-eight. I never figured that out, so I don't want to. I don't intend to. No, I'm fine with that. Like you are a UK size eight or ten. That's fine, but large, extra large. No. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What are Now you doing to point. me? <laughs> what? Where? Like you know, must you kick me in the self-esteem like that? What is this? So, and you know, speaking of self-esteem, I just want to ask fashion designers in general that, boy, there's a problem. What is it? Because first of all, you don't design great clothes for maternity. Then you don't design great clothes for mothers, and then you make everything under the sun polyester. Like why? <laughs> I mean, we are already feeling hot. We are already living in a tropical country. We are already carrying like a diaper bag and a child and like some fifteen other things in our hands. And you want us to do all of this wearing polyester? And they also make it very expensive. Of course, you, you know, of course. like you you think twice before you spend that kind of money. Are and so again, like you know, I'm, I keep coming back to clothes because like I really love clothes. Okay, I, I love shopping and I love fashion. And uh, I remember my uh, husband had convinced me to buy a forever new dress. Okay. And it was like really like all pretty and dainty and stuff and they didn't have it in my size. So I got a size larger and I altered it to my size. Okay. After pregnancy after like now I had to go to like a friend's wedding or whatever I wore it I couldn't fit into it. So then I undid all the alteration so then it was the the size that it size. came at <laughs> and it still looked rubbish on me. I'm like so you you're basically saying I will spend a lot of money to buy these polyester clothes of yours. and i look like terrible in it <laughs> and the only people who will look good are like all the like the skinny 14 year olds and 18 year olds who will wear like crop tops and skinny jeans and i'm like where were all these fashions when i was skinny like Absolutely. how how unfair is this <laughs> like i said you know maybe it's time that we just sit back and say okay maybe we our fashion sense has also evolved maybe forever you is not the place to go shop <laughs> let's no i just buy like in all these uh, exposed uh, surplus uh, places yeah because apparently those are the only people who have cotton stuff anymore i agree i mean and those are the buys that actually give you the most satisfaction yeah. when you spend no and <laughs> it's it's great quality yeah, because they have all these like uh, it's it's all brands like your banana republics and your old navies and yeah, stuff like yeah. that and it's all very comfortable stuff but uh, Yeah so uh, you know who somehow mysteriously manages to get great clothes even after you know having like some six babies um celebrity moms ah oh, yes that's like a completely different story <laughs> <laughs> i'm like and you know i mean i don't know if you've noticed but every time some actress has a child she will kind of go out of the public gaze for maybe 3 days tops and when she comes out of the hospital it's like baby what baby i <laughs> please like do I you do. see like two kilos I mean, on me i i know i mean it's like when i look at these photographs and i look at these posts on social media about how you know they worked back in the back to their you know how they used to look before pregnancy i'm like wondering i'm like where did you get the bloody time to do this yeah, you know and, i'm like Are I remember Megan Fox had done this whole uh, like you know maternity photo shoot and all so she's wearing this very wispy skirt kind of a thing and like a bikini top and she's got her tummy and I kid you not Susha there isn't a spare kilo anywhere else on the body it's just like a baby bump or a stretch I'm mark the, yeah I was like those are no, no, stretch marks chal I understand ki like you know bahut makeup kiya hai airbrush kiya hai okay but how has this woman not put on any weight anywhere else 
it's it's and so the thing is there'll be megan fox doing this there'll be karina kapoor khan looking fantastic after you know the thing after her delivery and all and i'm like do you guys know what unrealistic standards you all are creating for the rest of us um, I, i want to see women looking terrible after pregnancy i want like very like actresses and you know all these high profile women looking like shit for no other reason <laughs> except so that the world knows that it's okay this is normal yeah but um I I guess that's what they're in the business for you know they have to look perfect at any angle any time they're photographed and you're right it does set i mean unrealistic standards for other women because you're looking at the photo and you're slipping into more depression saying that oh my god i'm never going to go back yeah. to looking like how i used to when before i had this kid and you're also thinking but i have to take care of the child there's no time to i mean no time to go and uh, do any kind of gymming and how am i going to get yeah. back what i want no know? i mean like you know the women who already have help right i mean i i used to have a date nanny when uh, my daughter was young and even i still didn't find the time to kind of go to the gym or anything of that sort and i really wanted to i wanted to to the extent that you know in the first 3 months after my daughter was uh, I used to go to the pool every day and swim for half an hour. The pool was in Pune, and I was doing this in February. Okay, wow, that must have been that, freezing. Exactly. So I, despite that, I'm like, no, no, this is good. This is going to burn more <laughs> calories. Yes, one more lap, one more lap. I was doing that, and I <laughs> didn't uh, enter a gym or do any kind of physical activity until after ten months after I had. my baby and uh, one of the things that spurred me on is a reaction to a mom board like yeah. i got back to work and i had guys coming up to me and saying are you put on weight tum moti ho gayi ho wow I'm like uh, dude i just <laughs> had a baby no what about you you look fat even without having one I mean, exactly i mean that was like a punch in the gut you yeah. know when people come up to you and say you know are you put on weight or when you meet relatives at the function you know you've put on little weight i'm like okay now get on move on i've had a baby i'll lose weight when i want to at yeah. my time you know and i did that after 10 months after uh, my child was born i finally went to zumba for one month and i lost all that weight and i was That's happy yeah. i mean i was like give us time don't judge us about oh, seriously it. man i had a uncle i mean every time he used to call me after my daughter was born i'm not even making this up the first question would be oh you're working out no i'm like what now oh, i'd like why, to know why you can't know <laughs> i mean and no he still takes great pride in telling people that you know it is because i told her that you know you have to work out and you have to lose the weight that she looks the way she does right now it's like yeah yeah you were also doing skipping ropes with me na you were also doing ab crunches <laughs> like next to me i think all the credit man on top of that just like no i mean ask me how i'm doing ask me if you know how my daughter is doing ask me if i need anything ask me if i'm going through freaking postpartum depression which i was but no are you working out are you losing the weight can you wear a body count I mean, why are you concerned about how a weight we lose it like when we were younger people were like oh you're too thin you have to put on weight and once you put on the weight they're like now you have to lose the weight now, come on give I'm me like a break seriously and the thing is no it's I mean I know this has been said many times before but seriously the kind of changes that happen to your body after you have a child it's it's overwhelming for anyone I mean I'm I'm I sure agree. there are women yeah. out there with like great It's like, not you know, a breeze it's never never a breeze no, no, I mean there may be some coming back to the point is. where you talk about celebrities setting unrealistic yeah. standards you yeah. know they make it look like it's a breeze you know walk in the park having a baby it's and not, then getting yeah. back to work it's not No and there are I mean there are women who are grappling with a lot of health issues that happen after delivery uh, I mean I had uh, I had sudden arthritis in my um, 
fingers and uh, yeah in my fingers so every time i i woke up it used to take me 5 minutes just to clench and unclench my fingers to get them into working order Ouch. and this is just this is like superficial stuff i mean there are women who had been through so many other complications like when you have like episiotomy stitches going bad you have cesarean stitches going bad you have like i, I developed sciatica like there are like a thousand things and through you are trying to grapple with all of these things while at the same time you know uh, trying to take care of a whole new human being whom you know nothing about and yeah any amount know, of help you know you have is not it's enough. not enough. it's never yeah. enough yeah that's there i agree and um at the same time i also think about how they manage it abroad you know when i look at these instagram Seriously? posts about women saying oh i'm heading to the gym at 12 in the night to work out yeah i'm like, like what is this motivation motivation how do you manage it <laughs> give us some i don't know if i want tips but no. i'm happy the way we raise our kids is so different from how you know people in uh, like you know celebrities raise children or even abroad in the US UK abroad i don't know how they do it anyway because other buy nahi milti like everything is very expensive <laughs> your nanny is expensive you don't get anyone to come and clean your house you don't get anyone to like do your dishes you have to do everything and in but america they, they don't even get maternity leave but they do have like a secret weapon and it's called the pacifier every time a child <laughs> cries just pop one into the mouth so you know like i had read somewhere that uh, there's this rule called nine up nine down which basically means that if you're taking 9 months to gain baby weight it'll take you 9 months to lose it and i have realized that it's bullshit because i mean you know i didn't i mean i'm it's it's 4 years after my daughter has been born and i'm still trying to lose the baby weight 5 years <laughs> yeah, so I, i mean i'm sure uh, for some women with excellent genetics this kind of rule is fine but uh, it someone somewhere needs to tell new mothers ki bro like you know chill out chill. it's going to take time <laughs> i agree um i have a friend who's expecting who's due in the next few months and she's already watching what she eats she's like i don't want to put on weight because then you know it's so difficult to lose weight after you have a baby in my case i gained more weight after i delivered hmm. i had gestational diabetes so oh, okay. that kept a little bit of my weight in check because hmm. i was on a strict diet hmm. but once the baby was born i had you know cravings for sugar and sugar and more sugar and i ballooned to yeah. like <laughs> more i was bigger than what i was when i was pregnant and that uh, was it was difficult it wasn't mm. because i so you've nothing to attribute it to now yeah, so yeah i mean difficult. those things are out of your hand you know you can't yeah. do anything about it and uh, it more than it, it took me more than 9 months to lose weight and like you mentioned i still carry a little bit of that mum tum and yeah. i'm proud of it i have stretch marks i have those, yeah. you know my abs are completely gone there's no abs and yeah. it's but it's it's a reminder of the hardship the you know the 9 months of love that you put into yeah. bringing a child into this world and it should also be a reminder to you to you know just it's okay that you know everybody has some kind of problem and this is not a problem per se but uh, you know it's something that you can work on uh, but it's not something you need to at the moment i get i get what you're saying completely because the thing is that as much as i would like to fit into skinny dresses and stuff right the thing is my daughter really loves my tummy like for her it's like a like a little teddy bear and it's like a little pillow that she just goes and like you know shoves her face into and she has conversations with it also. no she doesn't have conversations <laughs> with it yet but she just makes like these little sounds to it and like you know tries to pat it and it's it's sort of like a comfort blanket because she, when she sleeps next to me she like 
likes to kind of keep her hand on that tummy and get that oh, feeling yeah. of like warmth <laughs> and like softness and security. And I like, like a part of me goes like, oh, that is so sweet. But Let's retain the mom <laughs> Maybe I don't need to lose it. Like it's cool. <laughs> I'll just keep this. And then, but then I realize that at some point she's going to stop sleeping next to me. And you know, then I'm still yeah. going to have the tubs on. <laughs> no, <laughs> no we, we'll get to a point where, you know, I mean, I take inspiration from these posts when I see people who are like 100 kilos plus who've gone down to like 56. If they can do it, I can do it. But not right now. I'll, I'll give it time. I'll wait. I have time on my hands. No, and the thing is, everybody, I mean, I, I don't know, my, my mom's and my aunt's generation, right? They all tell you, what are you talking about? You know, of course, you had one child. You will have some weight anyway. And, uh, you know, it's okay. It's it's not so bad. And you've lost so much weight. Like, you know, you can have like some four or five kilos extra. I'm like, no, I can't have four or five kilos extra. Yeah, and, and, and my mom-in-law tells me that, you know, I, I, I just mentioned it to her the other day said I want to start Zumba again I want to lose a little bit like are you mad you're fine don't lose more weight (laughs) so it's yeah you know if people around you are okay with your weight then I guess no but it's strange because see like my husband's okay with the way I look okay he he just has one point where he's like you have to stop this antification of your wardrobe (laughs) right you have to like you know dress the way you would normally dress but I mean because you think you're a lot larger than you actually are like, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's nothing stopping you from wearing fitting clothes, from, from looking nice. And, you know, maybe you are judging yourself too harshly. And I mean, it's, I, I feel very lucky that, you know, he is yeah, coming from that, a positive space. But uh, the, what do you call it? The complex is all in my head. Like, it's there. It's going to be there, Veda, I guess. Because even the other day, I, I bought this uh, really nice form-fitting Zara dress and I was very happy with it. I wore it on, I saw my mom term and I wore it, put a shirt on top of it. Yeah. I said, I'm more comfortable this way. Exactly. I don't want to wear the form-fitting dress yeah. anymore. I'm like, I'm comfortable with a shirt on it. Yeah. So that's the way it's going to be. Okay, so that brings us to the blunt question of the day, which is, what's the worst thing you've had to hear about your mom board? Um, well, nobody's got a closer look at it than my husband. Well, <laughs> uh, he's been supportive just like yours. So, But when I went to visit my gynec after I had my child, this was about four months. And then she said, oh, you've put on weight. And I'm like, if my gynec has to point out <laughs> to the fact that this weight is bad, then I guess it is. It did uh, affect me to mm. a point that I was like, okay, now what to do? And I, I like I said, you know, in one month of workout and I was yeah. fine to being okay my confidence was better than what it was I think I scared enough people so they wouldn't say shit about my body <laughs> so I didn't hear any of that but uh, I, I do have a friend whose uh, husband apparently like while she was pregnant or I think just after that he told her that uh, you know you're looking nice you're looking like a sumo wrestler Ow. so <laughs> Yeah, that that I'm I'm guessing that did not go down well. <laughs> but anyway, to wrap up, uh, ladies, if you are out there, if you are pregnant, if uh, you've just had a child, or if you've had a child a while ago, uh, I just want to tell you guys that. Um, a lot of people are going to tell you to be positive about your body and a lot of people are going to tell you to be hard on your body. And at the end of the day, it's just good to remember that it's your body. At the end of everything, it is your body. So 
like it love it don't like it and want to improve it whatever it is it's your call and you shouldn't let anybody else's judgments affect the way you think the way you feel the way you dress although do try to keep your weight in check in healthy limits because that's good for all of us and i speak from experience the heavier you are the worse your knees ache so <laughs> on that note uh that was who's your mommy and this is me and uh this is susha saying bye 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 For more such awesome podcasts, check out IVM's website or download the app. New episodes out every week on the IVM podcast website app or any place that you check out podcasts.